Hello and welcome to Crowbar Kernel Panic, the podcast at the intersection of Linux and gaming. This is episode 27, and I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise, I promise that this episode is not going to be about any version of Fedora. Um, this... <laughs> um and uh we're gonna we're gonna play a game tonight where we're gonna try our best not to even mention the distribution that is named after a hat Um, (laughs) (laughs) oh that's true we could just mention nabara um but we are live streaming on youtube at crowbar kernel panic um you can also send us an email at crowbar kernel panic at pm.me or you can join us on Discord. I have a link to the Discord in the show notes to the Mintcast Discord where we hang out in the Linux gaming section. Um, one of the things I wanted to bring up uh, as one of our news items, but it kind of relates to the, the Mintcast Discord, so I'll talk about it now. Um, but we had the feedback, I think it was from Ancient, um, that you could use the eight, the XP pin if you use their native. They had like a driver that you could download from their website yeah, actually for Linux. Well, it looks like they've added that into the kernel. Oh, um, so cool. in the next Linux kernel cycle, which this, this article is actually pretty old. This article is from right. June 18th. So at the point, it, it may be <laughs> maybe in the latest kernel. I don't know. Um, but they're actually going to add in support for at least their latest line of XP pin deco uh drawing tablets so that's that's pretty cool it's good to know and you know i it's uh the xp pin deco is like the it's like the drawing tablet that you you draw and look up at the screen it's not like you're drawing on a screen um and i have one of those and it is like tricky to get used to but once you get used to it it really is it's just a different hand eye coordination you have to get used to yeah it's almost like Um, it's like typing you know with your keyboard you know you got to kind of get used to it without looking at it yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot like that. I remember did, whenever, <laughs> whenever you were a kid, did did they ever do the thing where they put the little pl- the little rubber like a uh, film over the screen over the keyboard so oh, that you could no, the keys? I, did, I didn't do that, but I had this horrible, horrible typing CD that my parents would make me go over and over and over again, and it was like it was like or the, the dinosaur would eat the leaves. No, that's not the one. That, oh cool. man as you can get it was a picture of a lady and there would be voice you know voiceover and she'd be like okay now type this and she and, and it'd show you on the on the screen you know how to type it and then you would have to do it and they're like and they're constantly like don't look at the keys <laughs> you're yeah. just like please shut up <laughs> this is the hundredth time you've said that yeah like i when i was a kid we had we used to play these games where it was one like it was a race car and you would like as you typed faster, the race car would go faster, and you were like trying to beat other race cars. Where were those? Where were those for me? I, I got nothing. I got crap. <laughs> I don't know. This this was like way back. This was like you know computer lab days, and like when I was like in like the first grade. And I remember yeah, like that's how long ago I'm talking about too. Like like this is when I was like you know I don't even know yeah. how old. Not even ten yet. <laughs> the um but there was one that sticks out of my mind is like one that stuck with me was this it was this dinosaur eating leaves and as you would type he would oh, eat awesome, he would wow. eat the leaves that would have been the most amazing one for me because i was like i was like hooked on dinosaurs as a kid yeah that's the one that i really enjoyed but yeah i guess it's uh i guess it's a little bit like that but um yeah the next time i i don't i don't see myself being in the the market to buy one of these things for a while but uh if i were i might would consider an xp pin just because i know that it's uh, at least in yeah. the kernel now that's cool. That's cool. Anything after the kernel is amazing. Yeah, Wacom has been for a long time yeah. like uh, default, uh, you know, settings in the settings managers of basically every distro. Um, but uh, but Wacom's the more expensive brand too, so it's nice. It's yeah. nice that uh, that XP pins I, there. I, I feel like they're kind of like the monopoly kind of situation, like because everyone talks about them, and I don't hear anything. This is the first time I've heard the other brands, to be honest. What XP pin is probably the like best. I don't want to say low end because that that implies a certain quality, but it's like the right. Yeah, it's it's the it's the best, more cost effective competitor. Yeah, cost effective. Yeah, right. Exactly. Gotcha. I had a different one too. I remember we talked about the last time. I couldn't remember. It was UG. I just thought about it. It was it was UG, but it was literally like if you bought an XP pin drawing screen and you bought a UG drawing screen, they literally could be the exact same hardware. <laughs> they just had different <laughs> brands. 
That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love when companies do that. Oh no, it's yeah. totally different. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about from our last show notes um, is Celico. I don't know if you remember me talking about the game oh. Celico, um, but it was a. Let me see if I can pull it up on Steam real quick. It it's a um it's a game that has not come out yet. It says it's coming out at some absurd date, like it says like like twenty three forty two or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's it's a uh, it's a first person shooter, but it's it's in the style of like a Doom style, like pixelated oh, yeah, uh, I graphics. Think this now that you say that, yeah, yeah. And well, they just they just released a demo. So um, let's see if I can share this real quick while I'm talking about it. Again, we're trying new trying new technology today. <laughs> trying Stay new technology. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got it. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, it's it's like a Doom style, like pixelated oh, first person shooter. That looks pretty cool. But it it looks really modern. Like I, I a lot of these types of games catch my eye. Yeah. But there's just something about them a lot of times where they don't they they feel cheap sometimes. Right. Like it, it doesn't feel like an art artistic choice as much as as this does. Like this seems like they have right. really good physics and everything's kind of like right. you know smooth and and uh, right. looks. They, yeah, it looks do, modern do, while looking nostalgic. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It looks cool. But I downloaded the uh, I downloaded the demo and gave it a try. Um, it's 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 one of those cases where like I feel like it's moving way too fast. Like I need that turbo button that we t- <laughs> that we talked about before. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I need something to slow it down a little bit. Like it feels like it's like moving way too fast. But gotcha, um, gotcha. but also I haven't played a game like this in so long that I bet right. even if I played like the newest Doom, it would probably feel that way to me. Doom so very, like I was watching a Linus Tech Tips video where they were playing Doom, and I was like, whoa, is that like, is that the real pace of the game? Like, holy crap. He's just like jumping yeah. around and like going around corners, killing someone, you know, ducking back real quick, turning around, running. I was like, whoa, man, I don't even want to play that game. It's too fast. <laughs> it's too <laughs> much. <headache. laughs> it's like, uh, I watched clips. Well, I actually, I picked that game up, but I haven't beat it, but it's, it's from what I what I played of it, it was like that very much so in the beginning, and then it kind of it kind of teeters out. Not teeters out; it's still fast paced. Um, but they put a lot of effort in those first couple levels because they know a lot of people are going to hit those. Um, but like, yeah, it has all these animations where like you like stick a grenade in like a demon's mouth and then <laughs> blow him up and stuff. Like it's 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 pretty over the top. <laughs> that was awesome though. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that was the two news items that I had marked to go over. And I have like a, a ton of games that I've played since the last episode. And I don't want to like just spend the whole episode just talking about that. <laughs> you, you played a ton of games. I've played Sims like one day. Well, <laughs> even been, since... That's been my gaming experience for the past like... What, what has you playing Sims recently? So, so my wife got Sims. <laughs> And yeah, she's I like, knew it oh, had to be. There's all these, there's all these cool, like you know, packs and stuff, and you can do all this cool stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll get it and I'll, I'll play it. And um, so, I have a love hate relationship with it. <laughs> so, let me start from the beginning when I first got Sims way back in the day. <laughs> Literally, okay. the only thing I would do with Sims, I think it was Sims Two. Yeah, because it wasn't quite. Yeah, it was Sims Two because it was 3D. Before that, it wasn't 3D. Um. I would literally put a kitchen in there, no smoke alarm, let the kitchen light on fire, delete yeah. all the doors and windows, and watch the firefighters stand outside because they couldn't get inside <laughs> the house to watch the house burn. <laughs> that was yeah. my extent of playing it. So I got yeah. Sims 4, and now I'm getting like more into the actual like gameplay of it and, and like getting through a career and all that kind of stuff. So, but Okay. So this is your it's first like time. It's like a chill game very chill. yeah yeah for sure <laughs> I, I i don't even remember sims 2 is the sims that i played too yeah yeah that's the one well. i really remembered <laughs> like i just like i said i just killed people yeah to be honest. <laughs> I, I don't know that i played it so much as watching other people played it my so my cousin really enjoyed it and my wife was like super into sims 
um back whenever we were dating yeah (laughs) yeah and even today when we talk about playing video games she's like the only game i like is sims (laughs) 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 which is funny i think she would like albion online because she would (laughs) she could just plant carrots all day on her island she plays Skyrim too, so she she likes she likes all that kind of stuff too. It's not just it's not just Sims. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but uh. But yes, that's interesting. So was there a summer? Was it part of the summer sale? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was because those those okay. packs are like expensive, dude. They're like forty bucks a piece, like normally. And I'm just like, no, there's no way I'm ever gonna pay that much. And uh, my wife made a list of the ones I need to get. Like these ones first, oh, yeah. then these ones. So I just got a couple of them. <laughs> That's funny. The base has... game is worthless. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't realize play. that the first Sims was was 2D. Was it like astrometric style 2D, like Diablo-esque? Yeah, Diablo-esque, yeah. But it huh. was like, I don't know how to describe it. It was very, very, it's very strange. You have to look at it. You probably, it's probably, there's probably a way to describe it, but. Yeah, I really it's... don't remember it. I really don't. I don't remember, remember I, it either. I, I actually there's a guy on YouTube called Call Me Kevin, and he did a whole series on on Sims and stuff where he makes you know family and makes a guy and just makes jokes the whole time. But <laughs> I was like, what Sims is this? Is this like a ripoff Sims? And it's like a Sims one. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Um, I did play Sim City a lot though when I was a kid. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never played. I never played Sim City. Oh, really? Oh, Sim no. City was awesome. Um, you know, you you had to build like a whole city and right. make sure that roads connected the proper things. And oh, as you cool. got too many people, you'd have to make sure that there was enough parks yeah. and you know all well, that see, kind of I stuff. In, yeah, I was into like roller, t- roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. Um, uh, what's the medieval game? That not medieval. Um, the um, like the ancient Greek game that you could be you could be a god and everything and all that crap. Where it was like it was like a um, real time and uh, turn-based strategy or was it real time it wasn't called it wasn't called like mythology okay i was gonna guess i was gonna guess dark and light or dark uh, i can't remember the name of that game i was gonna guess something else similar it's similar though it's it's like on that it's along those lines but um yeah no 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 um age of mythology i used to play that a lot but yeah not not sim city though i never actually played that one hmm yeah now that and there's like a bunch of kind of modern version of the same type of game uh, right. management systems. I can't remember what they call that. Um, but uh, I took advantage of the Steam Summer Sale for sure. Um, let me... Uh, here, I'll pull my Steam back up. I'm working with one monitor right now. Uh, something I might talk about later in the show. I actually actually just ordered a new monitor. Um, I ordered, yeah. I, I think I spent too much. Oh, <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Is it the one you were talking about before? No, I, I. It is an ultra wide. Well, it's it, it is an ultra wide, but it's not the one we were looking at together. Okay. Um, I actually just picked up. I'll I'll talk about it later in the in okay. the show. Okay. Oh man, I'm excited about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, it's another nostalgia piece too. Both of my picks from the summer sale are nostalgia pieces, but I just ah. picked up uh the Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, cool. Um, I I didn't realize how excited I was for this until <laughs> I started playing it and I heard the music. I don't know if you're oh, a big video yeah. game music guy. I, I normally am not. Yeah, I, I I I can appreciate video game music, but I'm never one of those people that is just like I know every song from every game. Oh, yeah, like the Hedgehog, I can name not name, but I can like say like, oh yeah, that's from Sonic. Like if you play the song, I'd be like, oh yeah, that's from Sonic. That's yeah. this level. Yeah, yeah. I used to work with a guy that could like you would just be like Mega Man three, yada, and he would be like he'd be he could do all of it. (laughs) (laughs) I've never been that guy, but I'm telling you, as soon as I started playing this game and I heard the the music and like it's it's different from the original game, but it's it's familiar enough that you you feel like you're God. It is so good. Yeah. It yeah, is so cool. it is so good. I didn't realize how much I didn't realize how much I was going to enjoy it until I started playing it. Um, and of course, I'm playing it on Linux uh, through um, Proton. And just like everything else in this podcast, it's becoming less and less interesting for us to talk about because literally, <laughs> right. I just installed it and played it. I didn't have to do anything. Um, 
but the game itself just really like like I I can't wait to play it. It's part of the reason I'm getting a new monitor is because I I wanted to see it on one screen that was larger instead of it being on like this little screen on the side. I was like, man, I just don't feel like I'm getting. I want to hook it up to the TV so it would be even more like playing it on a PlayStation. Oh yeah, I <laughs> know. Oh, yeah, I know what you mean though. By by like if you get a yeah if you get a um, a game that you played on a console on the PC and yeah you you get that nostalgia but it's not fully finished until you've played it like with the controller on a tv like it's just yeah i know exactly what you're talking about the nostalgia is there but not quite fulfilled (laughs) it is it is so good though um i'm not very far into it yet i basically just got through the very beginning of the game where they uh they blow up the the mako maka reactor i can't remember what it's called Mm -hmm. but uh, mako reactor and uh um, and then they go down to the sector seven um, city and, uh, and then I can tell that it's working more into like a, like a side quest kind of management mm-hmm. thing because they immediately start picking up jobs. Um, so that's, that's right where I am, which is like right at the beginning. Did they change the game a lot with the remake. I can tell they changed. I can tell they changed a lot. Like I won't say a lot, but I can tell there's things that are changed. Okay. Um, and I think it's for the better. I think that, and, I, and this has to do with their recent announcement that they're releasing a Final Fantasy VII sequel. Oh, okay. Uh, Rebirth or something like that. And so I think they wanted to retell this story um, in a better way. Because if you think about it, there's some hokey stuff that happens in like the later parts of uh, Final Fantasy VII. Like uh, you get like shot in the air by a dolphin at one point. There's a talking dog throughout the game. Like there's some wild stuff that like made sense back then that now I don't know that modern gamers would, would be into, but right, right. so this is their chance to kind of give this like a, a you know, a, a new retelling Start. of it. Although I, I do know that red 13 is a talking dog in the game. So, I mean, I know they still do that, but I'm, I'm sure it's done a lot differently than it was, was huh. back then. I, I haven't got to that part, obviously. Um, so, but so- I <laughs> another game I have never played is is Final Fantasy, but any but of them? None of them. I've never. Played You've Final never Fantasy. played any Final Fantasy? No. Nope. Holy cow! Holy but, cow! But I was. I played Star Ocean. If you've ever played that. Oh game. yes. I <laughs> see now. I remember that. Star Ocean, but I never played Star Ocean. <laughs> I had all of them. <laughs> wow. I love those games. I'd play those. Oh man, I play those so much. But but I know I know I could get into Final Fantasy, but I just I don't know why I never picked it up. I I don't know. I just always play Star Ocean. I just never so picking up. I I I hate to be cliche because it it seems cliche to say that Final Fantasy VII is your favorite Final Fantasy because it is literally everybody's favorite Final Fantasy. Right. But it is for a reason. Like it is the best setting. Like Final Fantasy games are all like in this weird mix of like it's it's futuristic but it's also yeah. fantastic and like right. it's in this weird mix and it's i feel like really final fantasy 7 yeah like 7 does it it has such the best balance i best think balance. like of, right. of that setting yeah um and 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 again i didn't realize how much i missed it until i, I picked this up I don't, I don't remember how much it was on sale on the summer sale but um let's see if we see the store page you can probably go to your receipts yeah, make sure my credit card number's in there too. Oh yeah, 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 right. Yeah, well, I was <laughs> just kidding. You're gonna show it. <laughs> I was just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking, man. Um, the uh, I, so I bought it for fifty bucks, which is which is a lot for me. I usually don't go over twenty. Um, I wait for them to get like majorly on sale, yeah, but it went from seventy story. to to fifty. <laughs> this is like me with Halo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Once the new Halo um, comes out, I'm like all over. <laughs> It's really good. Oh, and I didn't talk about the gameplay. Like the so, Final Fantasy obviously was turn-based combat. It's the right. game that kind of made that really popular in America. But um, this is—I wouldn't say it's a mix of both because you're definitely doing more kind of hack and slash style combat. But you do have an option. Like after you have like a you have like a power bar that fills up, and then once it fills up, you can kind of do this like pause kind of thing where you're in those same turn base and it's the same actions from the original game. So uh, cloud has like braver um, and, and you can, you can pick your target and do that. So it's kind of like a weird mix of both. Honestly, I would prefer just a turn based. Um, 
but I, I this is more like Kingdom Hearts. If you ever played the first Kingdom Hearts, right. I never gotcha. played past the first one, but the first one was the same, was a similar kind of yeah. thing. Right. Um, it kind of feels like that. Only it's there's a little more depth to it than than what I remember of Kingdom Hearts. But so, so Star Ocean is weird because yeah. so it's it's hack and slash, but so you're like you're you're just running around the world, you know, whatever. And there'll be boss, not bosses. There'll be enemies, just you know, yeah. kind of walking around, not really doing anything. They don't like look at you and see you and all that crap. But when you run into them, well, okay, no, if they see you, they will run at. You oh, yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. Go into another like you'll go into this battle arena with them, and yeah. then you'll fight them just like a regular hack and slash. It was kind. Of, I think that it was it was to get around originally. It was to get around the the RAM limitations. Of, yeah. of the consoles at the time, so they could load a whole different area instead of having to load yeah. everything into that, you know, yeah. real world. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there was but, a there was a game called Legends of Dragoon that had the same kind of thing. Oh, yeah, where you yeah. could, I, I, you I could see the enemies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. That's yeah, that's. Like yeah. Do you remember a game called? This would be a cool one if they ever remade it. Do you remember a game called Vagrant Story? Vagrant, sure. I think it was I, Vagrant I Story. I might be able to remember it, but um, but it had a it had a unique combat system on that too. But but yeah, this uh, it is reminded me how much I like those style games. I still play a lot of like CRPG style games, yeah. but not games like Final Fantasy where they had that like that total turn base. You know, system. yeah, right. I like the turn base because I'm not I'm not fast as as i used i'm not to a be. twitchy game player yeah, right I'm not a twitchy game player either i've never been yeah i used to be a lot better back in the day but now i'm really not like that so i yeah love turn me too because yeah it's much more manageable for me <laughs> yeah yeah i'm kind of the same way there was a there was a time period where i was playing counter-strike a lot and in that time period i was but that was like a phase like right. before and after that i've never been that type right. of that type of gamer like as soon as as soon as auto aim happened i was like thank goodness <laughs> you don't have to freaking, like, get exactly precise on the character like even in even in um role-playing games like you know how you don't necessarily have to like hit right towards the person it'll kind of like kind of go at the enemy you know even yeah. though you're not facing them i don't know exactly what that would be called but it was like kind of like a lock-on system but not really in, you yeah. know what I'm trying to say? Like that changed the game for me because I could never yeah. hit enemies when I had to actually hit them. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so the the other game, and this has has kind of an element of that. The other game that I picked up uh, was I finally got Resident Evil Village. Oh yeah, that's right. I think this was significantly on sale. They had all the Resident Evil franchise on sale, so it went from sixty dollars to thirty dollars, so it's fifty percent off. Um, which yeah. by the way, uh, I don't know if you're interested. Let's see if they're all still on sale. They might have went off the Resident Evil sale, but maybe they're on sale again for summer sale. But like Resident Evil Two, if you're oh. interested in that at all, let's see how much it is right now. It's fifteen ninety nine. It is, it is a hundred and ten percent worth fifteen ninety nine. Like that is a steal for that game. Resident Evil Two was great. I, I, I replay it just just to get the feeling of it. Um, but the only one out of the franchise that I have not gotten on the PC yet, um, especially since they started doing this like re, uh, Rebrand, uh, yeah, yeah where they're doing the remake. Yeah. Um, was village. And so I've played through, um, I think there might be a spoiler right in the beginning of this clip. So I'm going to close this. <laughs> Um, I I've, <laughs> I've played through. Hey, it's in their promo, but uh, <laughs> I, I've played through all of the. Uh, um, so the way the game works is you go through these different. You're looking for your 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 baby. Um, basically, like Chris shows up right at the beginning of the game and and steals your newborn child, and you don't know why. You're like, hey, you're supposed to be a good guy, right? Give me my baby back. And of of course, like this is one of those games I could tell already. I'm not at the end, so I don't really know what the conclusion is. But I can tell that like if these characters just spoke to each other, they'd probably work this out without any of the events <laughs> of the game ever happening. But of course, 
<laughs> they don't speak to each other. And so he just runs off with your baby. And um, <laughs> uh, the way the game works. In time and then runs away. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You can just tell me now. <laughs> um, but like, uh, so you, you go to this village. Ah, name of the game. Um, and the village yeah. is like overrun by these like, like wild, uh, zombies. They're not even really zombies. They're like rabid. Uh, uh there's actually a name for them in the game. I can't think of it right now, but they're just like these like rabid, uh, humanoid creatures that have gone mad. And, um, they're not like slow to... zombies. They're fast zombies. Oh no. Yeah. They're not like slow zombies <laughs> at all. It's the, the first part of the game is pretty intense. Um, matter of fact, like, I would kind of play the game kind of in like, like, like I'd play it until like I was too stressed out. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to take a break. I can't, can't keep going. <laughs> but once you get through the village area and then you get into the, the first castle, which is the dominatrix lady. I can't think of her name. Lady, lady, lady. Oh, Dom. Yeah. The one that's um, like yeah it was big when this game first came out everyone was talking right. about her it is the best part of the game too that's the most resident evil feeling part of the game is whenever okay. you're you have to basically sneak around her like mansion and solve some puzzles the the puzzles in modern resident evil games are anything like the puzzles in the old ones and i kind of miss that but this one is it takes a step in that direction there was a few puzzles where i was like man i don't really know how to do this um but most of them are just like you know, oh, I found this object. Oh, there's a right. door that has an impression that looks like that object. I bet that goes there. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> it, it's it's nothing like, you know, when you played the first Resident Evil, it right. was like you ended up with six objects in your bag, and you're like, I have no idea where these go or yep. what order they're supposed to go in. <laughs> yep. um, but the most of the game is basically, so the Lady D is the new, she's basically the new, um, uh, she's the new menace. You know, she's the thing that walks around that you can't possibly kill and she can kill you. So the whole game is basically trying to dodge her, but it's not as hard as the menace that's in uh, resident evil two resident evil two. I felt like it was harder to get around him. Um, Lady D kind of leaves you alone for most of the mansion. I mean, there's only certain areas that you think you might run into her you and you can get away with her. Huh? Well, do you think it was like? Do you think it was intentional? Or do you think it was an AI like not programmed pre- as well? I think it's just the layout. It's for me, it's easier to navigate her house than it was okay. to navigate the, um, you know, the in Resident Evil Two. You have to go through that like center area of the police station, like a like right. to get almost anywhere, and that's where that dude always hung out. So it was like you always had to encounter him to run from one end of the map to the other. Um, another thing that I I a, a thing I find odd, I, I I will say I don't I it's not a huge deal, but like I don't like it. I wish that they had the containers. So like in Resident Evil games, you have the little storage you know boxes right. that you put stuff in, and then you can go to another store but yep, and yep. get your stuff out. They don't have those at all. You just have to carry everything the whole game. You just have to have enough space. More realistic, um, I guess. But yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but it's it just feels very un. I'm, on Resident Evil. Yeah. Resident Evilly, yeah. Um, oh, but Lady everybody talks about Lady D, but like Lady D's daughters are like <laughs> it is the creepiest like Are they like kids? Are they like like little kids or <laughs> No, 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 okay. no. Okay. No, they're like they're like like zombie kids are just creepy. Like I don't <laughs> care what anyone says. No, that's what's weird about it is so they're like they're like you know they're adult women. Okay. Um, I don't I'm I don't know how to judge what age they are because they're all like they're like bug ladies. Yeah, but they're they're like um they like form into like all these insects and then okay. they they spread apart and so you can't shoot them. You have to try to freeze them so they get stuck in their insect form. And the way you freeze them is by shooting the windows um in the areas that they are like you shoot the windows the cold air comes in and they'll freeze and then you can shoot them and um the the weird thing about them to me was just like i couldn't see how this fit in a resident evil game because resident Uh, evil is not typically there is a supernatural element to resident uh, evil there's like an eerie feeling like there's but but typically they try to use some kind of pseudoscience to explain it away Right. It's 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 never like oh yeah this is a this is a curse 
you know, like, or like, it's, it's, it's usually right. like, oh yeah, that was yeah. this virus. They try to do this, but these, you see these women just like completely dissolve into insects and then form back into women, women again. And like, it's like, why. this doesn't seem to fit the, the world to me. Yeah, but like, once something transforms in resident evil, it's that's it. It's that's the form it's going to oh, be in. Oh yeah. Whenever people, whenever things start growing, like a big eye out of their shoulder and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's, it's like, it's not like body, like body mutilation, gore kind of stuff. Yeah. Like you see in normal, right. Resident Evil. this is like really mystical feeling. Um, mm. but they do kind of explain it away. So like after you, after you get past all the sisters, you start finding jur- journal entries written by lady D and she talks okay. about how, um, these people came to her. Uh, they were somehow infected by these bugs. I don't know. It has something to do with bugs, right, but it's right. totally just like. They threw that in there so they could have these disappearing ladies. Yeah, you know, right, like right. just to explain um, it so that nobody complained about it. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say that there's still a thread to the pseudosciency Resident Evil universe in that, um, and that they try to explain it away, but it's pretty thin, man. It's pretty thin. It's pretty supernatural feeling. I don't see how they could really make it make sense, but. Uh, but it's but it's great. I, I they kept it in there that way. It's very. It feels like as if Hideo Kojima had uh, helped Resident Evil write this game because really? it, it it just it's really bizarre anime feeling. Um, mm, whenever you're getting like mutilated by all these sexy women that turn into bugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very that's very anime. <laughs> that's like straight up anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really it's really crazy. Um. But I got past her part of the story and you basically are collecting these puzzle pieces to get whatever the final chapter of the game is. I've gotten uh, three of the four puzzle pieces before I can open whatever the final the final chapter is. But yeah, once you get past Lady D, it feels like Resident Evil 4 where it's mostly just done. You know, you're just shooting stuff yeah. and collecting stuff and then buying new upgrades for your gun. Gotcha. But yeah, old games in it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a blend of like uh, it feels it feels like a blend of Resident Evil Four and Resident Evil Two. Maybe it's like old Resident Evil blended with that Resident because Resident Evil Four kind of changed. Like ever since Resident Evil Four, Resident Evil has been that formula. Um, This is kind of a blend of both formulas. In a in a pretty good way, I wish it was a little more puzzly. But again, it goes yeah. back to what we talked about earlier, where we're not really twitchy, you know, game players. Um, right. But, but uh, yeah, it's it's. I loved Resident Evil Four too, though. I used to watch my roommate and I would play that game, and we would just watch each other play it for hours. Yeah, yeah. I'd watch him play for three hours, and then he'd watch me play for three hours. And- that's how that's how I I got into it. Actually, is is with um, let's see here. I think it was Resident Evil 4, I believe. And my cousin had the game. And she would play it. And I would just watch her, like you said, for like mm-hmm. a long time. And then she, then I would play it. And then she would play it. Basically the same thing. And that's how yeah. I kind of got into the whole Resident Evil um, everything. And then I started buying the games. And then I played them all through. and well, Except for 2. I didn't play 2 through. But I got I played 4. I played the first first Resident mm-hmm. Evil I played five, which was yeah. We we don't talk about Resident Evil five. <laughs> and I, Whenever, I, have, I have Resident Evil five, but I actually I've not beat it. Uh, I didn't like it. I, I didn't. It didn't feel right. <laughs> but yeah, um, a lot of a lot of people don't like that one. And I think I it is. I think it's because it's way more. It's it's like way more run and gun actiony kind of stuff. Yeah, that right. It doesn't feel like Resident Evil at all. Like, are you like in the Bayou and you gotta uh, like? You're in Africa, I believe. Huh. Maybe you're in the Bayou. I I don't know. It's 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 all day all daytime almost all the, all the whole game. And yeah. You're in like a deserty type. Like, I don't oh know. yeah, I don't know if I remember that. I I. I'm thinking of a game. I remember you get you had to get on a boat and go between these different areas, and every area it was like you get the item that you need, and and then it would be like here's a swarm of zombies that you got to survive, you know. And then I don't think that's it. Hmm, I don't know which it's one that is. Um, but anyway, yeah. but uh, so yeah, that's so far that's been what I've taken advantage of on the summer sale. Um, and I want to. I, I haven't, you know, I hadn't beat Village. By the time I bought Final Fantasy VII, 
And <laughs> once you bought Final Fantasy VII, everything was all over. <laughs> well, I'm way more interested in playing Final Fantasy VII, exactly. to be honest with you. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I've been making myself stop and play Resident Evil because I feel like I, you know, I paid money for it. I need to beat it before like I buy another game. Evil, you're like, hmm, when can I start playing Final Fantasy? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like giving myself chores now. <laughs> um, but uh, let's do a few more news items, and then I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I don't, I don't want to spend the whole show just talking about games I played, but I have a few more I can interject as we go through some of the news items. So you want to start on the OMG Ubuntu one? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. So. Oh, sorry. I have to turn it on. There we go. No, it's all good. Yeah. So um, Xenotic, the open source uh, first-person shooter game, apparently got a huge update. Now, I don't play... I have played Xenotic, but I don't normally play it because I'm not I'm not a huge first-person shooter person anymore like I used to be. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't... I didn't read this too far through, so I don't exactly know all about this update. I, but, um, I, read, I, I read the article. I'm trying to find um, in the software center now. I know that there is... Uh-huh. Let me share my screen again to show the software center. I know, I know that it's in here. Um, so there is Zenotic. Zenotic. Ooh, so Zenotic. Here it is. Um, you probably yeah, I, I remember this game. It's like a it's like a Quake Arena style game. Yeah, basically, yeah. Or Unreal Tournament, that whole that whole yeah. run and gun, shoot your friends at a land party, and have yeah. you know, yeah, all that. Yep. I I don't know if I feel like I probably installed this at some point and played it, but I don't remember it. Um, but yeah, apparently they had been working on a lot of things, and uh, they improved uh, graphics. Um, they improved some of the level layouts. Um, they improved animation. Like this was like just a huge like facelift. Um, and I guess instead of incrementally releasing all these things, they released it all at once. And what makes this interesting is that this is a full, this is a, a completely open 100% FOSS um, game, which is super interesting. I'm not even sure. Um, actually, let's look on the software center and see the name behind the people. I have lost my software center. I, I'm zoomed out to the gnome screen where you can see everything and I cannot find it. Uh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. But I'm back on the, back on the front. All right. There it is. Okay. We got Anotics. it. Let's see. How do you see developed by it's community built? This software is developed in the open store in the open by a community of volunteers. Here's the project website. Did they not have the developer on this screen? I guess not. Let's go to their website and see. It, okay, so this is a this is like a pet peeve of mine, and that's the fact that it is still in technically alpha or beta, whatever, because it says zero. Oh yeah. I'm like, this game has been out for so long. Just give it a 1.0 already. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, let's see, they have a wiki page. Legendary Guard is who who's who maintains the wiki the wiki page. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> we'll find out by next. I'm sure someone will write in and tell us. But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I want to try it now be- just because of. Uh, I can definitely tell from definitely from the last time I played it. The graphics are way better looking. Yeah, I don't remember it. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know that I've ever. I feel like I must have tried it, but I don't remember it. Yeah. No, it looks. Yeah, it looks a lot better because <laughs> I remember it looking more like like actual like Quake Three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We should but, definitely we should definitely try about it. Let's let's get on and and uh, try to shoot each other and see how that goes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that's pretty cool though. I'm I'm glad I'm glad that open source games aren't like totally. What am I trying to say? Oh, I didn't think about it. 
I didn't think about it from that angle. So like we've been talking about like uh, how because of Proton, what progress right. we're going to see. And like, so I, I think that I think that this is a good example of like what we were specifically discussing was our company still going to develop specifically for Linux. And I think right. the answer to that is probably no. Um, I think that now that Proton is a thing, man, just target Proton. If you weren't yeah. going to make it open source anyway. So, I mean, this kind of raises like a whole new level of right. like, like instead of, instead of, of us trying to like root for people that are developing specifically for, you know, Linux, we've, right. we've crossed that hurdle now. Um, it, it's really cool to see companies like this that are like developing a project in the open that is, you know, I saw on their website, you can still, you can play it on windows. Um, yep. Yep. You can play it on windows. It's beyond just being targeted at Linux players, but it's it's something that is open source and contributed by a community that plays the game. That's really cool. I, I really yeah. like that a lot. Um, hmm, that kind of changes my perspective a little bit. I got to think about it a little bit more, but um, that's pretty interesting. Yep. So let's see here. We what do we got here. after this? This is... Oh yes, yes. The Steam Deck has changed, and nobody noticed until yeah. now. They're they're pulling the they're pulling the uh, the rug out from under us, and we never we they totally never... redesigned it. It's totally de- no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> they're shipping a bunch of switches with. <laughs> they couldn't they couldn't build any more any more Steam Decks, so they're shipping switches. It's now called the Valve Switch. <laughs> it only plays it's... Nintendo. They scribbled Nintendo out in the serial number. Um, uh, yeah, so they they changed they changed the lane. They changed a very specific thing yeah. about the hard drives that are going to be in the the new releases of the Steam Deck. And it's true, there was no announcement of it. Although I kind of think this is such a minuscule change yeah. that I don't know that they ever advertised. I don't know that they ever advertised it on the initial launch. Did we figure that out? I think maybe I don't I could be I wrong. Don't think they advertised it, but yeah. Maybe they did. I, I like think it, people just find out about these things and they and you know, and then we know and when we know, you know, they change it after the fact. It's like, oh well, it used to be this. But you yeah. never if they never said it, then how are you supposed to know what you know it was, you know, you were not supposed to really know. <laughs> yeah, and there's stuff like this all the time. I remember back whenever I used to hack PSPs, um, <laughs> you had to, you had to know which PSP you had, right? Yeah, in order to know which one to use, right. and it would be like, well, if you got one with this serial number, and it was, or if it was made between this date and this date, you know, you'd have to do all this to kind of figure out, like, well, did I get one that that had this very specific chipset, and right. I don't want to brick my PSP if I did, no. you know. Um, so, I mean, I know that this type of change, um, frequently happens. Um, what I kind of likened it to when we talked about this before the show was, um, I, I recently, uh, Tesla announced that, oh, well, I'm sorry, I'm getting way ahead of ourselves because we, we discussed this before the show and I'm forgetting what we said on the show and what we didn't. Uh, so my speculation is that they made this change so that they could ship more Steam decks because the right. next article that we have is talking about how they they doubled the amount of Steam decks that they're shipping. I'm right. guessing that they were having a hard time getting one drive for mm-hmm. some reason, and so they changed it to something that was the same specs that they advertised, but yet was a slightly different drive. And it was either that or the news, the the scary headline would be, Steam Deck sells plummet because they can't ship more products. Right. Uh, or they're having to hold off on taking new orders because they can't ship enough Steam Decks. And so they had to make a choice of which headline they wanted. And this was the one they went with. Um, yep. And I likened it to, um, you know, Tesla recently quit. Uh, they quit including a charger for with their cars. Um, but the reason why is because they had cars, but they had no chargers. And they were like, well, we've got to, we got to ship cars. So from this point on, we're not going to ship a charger. You got to buy it. It's, it's $200 extra if you want one. And, but you know, the weird, the not weird, because I mean, it's just pretty typical for corporations like this, but like now that they've done that, they will never ship a car with a charger. (laughs) 
like it's under it's understandable why they did it in the moment, but like now that that's done, they'll they'll never go back. <laughs> they'll see sales and I'll be like, hmm, that was yeah. a smart move. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Did we say Although what they changed exactly with the with the hard drive? It was it was uh I don't have the article in front of me anymore, but I can get it out of our Discord yeah, chat. Right here. It says that they changed it from it was a four four X um, PCIe lanes to two yes. X PCIe lanes. Yes. So seemingly that sounds like oh half the performance, but right. in actuality, let me. Uh, it, let me it's a that. very minus. My understanding is a very minus minuscule difference, if at all. Right. So Valve Valve says right here. Valve uh, <clears throat> Valve has explained the reasoning behind the different SSDs. <clears throat> and told us that in extremely uncommon cases, differences in read-write speeds, uh, speed caps may minimally impact file transfer speeds, but OS performance, loading times, game performance, and game responsiveness are identical between the 2X and 4X drives. Yeah. So basically, no issue with changing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I highly doubt there's a noticeable difference. Um, and you know, they're claiming there's no difference at all. I, I, that's either even if that's not true, I highly doubt it's a noticeable difference. So far, Valve has been very transparent with all of this. That's very so true. That's very true. That, that it, it's true. I don't think someone's gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, this is horrible now." You know? Yeah. And like I said uh, earlier, I said this before. I said the base Steam Deck. They're telling you that an SD card is good enough for your games. So this this drop in PCI E lanes is not going to be a problem. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. Yeah. NVMEs are so freaking fast that you're not going to notice. I don't care. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, you're basically I mean, I'm I'm already using my SD card. I mean, I, I've already got a game, and I and I only have like one or I delete games whenever I'm done playing them. So I right. only keep like one game on the Steam Deck at a time, um, and uh, I'm already using an SD card because you know just a lot of the games I play are so large, and games these days are so big that you're going to have to use an SD card. I can't imagine there's very many people out there that aren't using SD cards with their Steam Deck, no matter which size they got. Yeah, even most the largest one, yeah, because you you get like three, four, five maybe five games on there, triple A games and you're yeah. done. That's it. <laughs> and and so I imagine that there's little to no impact if you're already running a game off of an SD card anyway. And no matter how many lanes, it probably runs better directly off the drive than it does off an SD card. Yeah, I'm not saying that the SD card is equal to the NVMe drive. Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm not saying right. I'm just saying if they say it's okay to use an SD card, this yeah. drop is not be a problem because it's not going to be significant so much yeah. faster than the sd card um so yeah the, the <laughs> uh yeah no I, I i think that is a an app description um but like we said that leads into the next story which is that they are shipping uh twice as many steam decks now um which yeah doubling steam deck deliveries yeah I need to look at this article a little bit. We we threw this in here before the before the show. This is actually one of the items that we had whenever I first got back from New York and we were going to do the episode and I threw some stuff in the show notes and then we didn't do that episode. So I haven't read this article in a little while. Um I was trying to see what they attributed it to. Is they announced they will they will start sending out Q3 Steam Deck res- reservation emails uh, later this week. Um, confirmed that it had sent out the last of the Q2, so they're catching up on all the already ordered uh, Q2 and Q3. Um, yeah. I think I have heard of some people getting their emails for Q3 um, recently. But uh, well, it says June thirtieth, so it had to be had to be pretty recent. Um, but I, I I can't confirm that exactly if they if they started on the thirtieth or not. So this article, uh, based on I just skimmed through it again just to confirm, but it doesn't really attribute it to anything specific. 
Um, but just that they are, um, and we can speculate that it has something to do with the hard drive thing. But we don't really know that. And um, because the the <clears throat> supply chain is still screwed up, so mm-hmm. yeah, definitely yeah. gotta be gotta be a factor at least in it. Yeah, for sure. But I'm glad to see them going out. I've been seeing on Reddit where um, a lot of people are having theirs like stolen during really? delivery. Yeah. Oh, like, I can see that. There's even a there's even a video of a delivery driver stealing a guy's Steam Deck. <laughs> I saw that on Reddit yesterday, and I was like, "Holy cow!" Yeah, that wow. is that's so crazy. I I think because I think because of the supply chain issues, they're just you know, and with any new device like this, like it, they're kind of uncommon, and there's probably like a uh, pretty high kind of after secondary market value to these things. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Now, I wonder if they have any way of tracking that because they they have a feature where they can automatically, while the device is before it's delivered to you, they can log into your Steam account and even install some games for you. So, right. like they know who these products are going. Like they know the appropriate steam account. I wonder if there's a way they could be like, you report your stolen and then they see it cut on somebody's Wi-Fi somewhere. And they're like, we got them. You know, <laughs> Gabe Noel comes to your house and beats you up with a crowbar. I would pay to see that. That'd be amazing. <laughs> he was, uh, whenever the steam deck first started delivering, he was delivering uh, hand delivering some of them. Oh, yeah. That's so cool awesome that dude that just seems just just awesome i just i have to believe that you know i know who gabe newell is because i'm I'm a huge half-life fan but like there's got to be people that just said oh thanks man and then shut the door like they didn't (laughs) 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 they didn't know who he was (laughs) oh i'm sure that happened a lot more than it didn't (laughs) Um. That's hilarious. Well, um, was that all the news items we had? I think that was it. I have on my uh, on my tabs. <laughs> I feel like we have been running for about an hour, but I don't know. Yeah, about about an hour right now. Really? Um, wow, I didn't feel like that. Well, we had some. We had some. The actual show won't be an hour, so uh, right, right. so we still have like ten twenty minutes. Um, I so I, I went to New York. We haven't done a show in a while for a few reasons. It wasn't just because I went to New York. I went to New York, and then when I got back, um, you had some stuff. I don't, I don't know how much you want to talk about it, but you got a, you got a, you got a new gig and, and everything. You just finished college. Yeah, well, I just, um, I'll say, I'll say at least this. I just, <laughs> I just finished college. Yeah. I just got hired on for a new job. Congratulations! And, I'm really excited yeah, for you. And. I mean, it's just been it's just been crazy, and that's all been in like the last month. So yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, there's, there's no time for anything else. <laughs> and and it wasn't it, it. We just back and forth. We just had every weekend that was like I was building a deck last weekend. Just every weekend something was happening. And now um, and now you know, I'm, the reason why I really really wanted to get a show out is because mm-hmm. these next couple weeks, at least the next couple weeks, maybe three four weeks, I'm not sure what's going to yeah. be going on. Because I'm going to be moving and all this crap. So that's going to be, that's oh my gosh. Thing. I didn't even think about that. You guys are, I knew that you were moving, but I didn't even, that just hit me. Yeah. 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 That just hit me all that goes into that. I just thought about it now. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> wow. So we'll, yeah. you know, we'll be patient with whatever, whatever you need to do. I'm sure everybody out there listening will be, uh, will be patient, but just don't think that we are a uh, pod fading because, uh, yeah. no, it's been, it's been, yeah. Once I get into this job, it's I think it's going to be um, a lot steadier because it's my job is going to be steady. It's not going to be so yeah. chaotic as I as I have it now. Um, it's basically nine to five, so <laughs> it's going to yeah. be nice. That's really nice. That is really really nice. Eight, uh, whenever <laughs> I never know when yeah. I'm coming home. <laughs> I've, I've been on. Um, I've been working on a big software change at work, but it comes to a head like the 17th of this month. So okay. I'll be, I'll be a lot freer. Of course, of course that's when they'll be like, Oh, now that you're done with that project, here's another yeah. one. But when I was in New York, um, I wanted to test out the steam deck, like in 
in the wild. I didn't bring a laptop with me. I just figured any laptop that I was going to do, oh, I would do on the cool. Steam Deck. This is going to be awesome. Oh, I also brought I brought my tablet. I bought my tablet and the Steam Deck. So I actually use the tablet for a lot of like searching and stuff. But I did game every night just like I would at home. Um, and it was really nice. I know that previous vacation trips, I basically just couldn't do any gaming you know, while while we were out, or I I would install like Raid Shadow Legends or something on my phone, and then <laughs> delete it as soon as I got back home, um, just because like I needed some kind of fix. Um, Stardew Valley on your phone, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. My son start. They have <laughs> the. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> my son just recently started playing Stardew Valley. Um, he has no idea what he's doing, but he's running around breaking rocks and stuff. Um, <laughs> so I played a game. I played two games while I was actually on the plane um, because they didn't require internet connection. Oh, actually, one of them did. I couldn't play one of them. I played one game while I was on the plane. The other one I tried, and it it did require an internet connection. But the one that works that did not require an internet connection, uh, I'm looking for it in my Steam so I can tell you the name. Uh, It was a a really strange game. It It was like you were playing through a book. And it wasn't hard. It was all story driven. Like the only reason why you would keep playing the game is because you wanted to hear what happened next. But the puzzles were not complicated. Um, man, where is this game? I have too many things in my library now. <laughs> Dang, Steam summer sales. <laughs> they get you. They got the spring sale, the summer sale, the fall sale, <laughs> winter sale. <laughs> you got too many games now. <laughs> All right, I found the other game, the game that did not work that I tried first was called Ashen. Yes, um, okay. I remember you talking about this. Yeah, this this game is pretty cool. I'd never heard of it. It is a um it's a souls a souls like game. That's like the new term that everybody uses, but it's like uh you know, it's a single player RPG um and uh it's not nearly as brutal as as what I've seen of Souls, but it's a a game where like you have to you have to attack and roll and roll and attack. And like, you know, it's not like a game. You're not just going to run up and hit things. You got to like, you know, watch for your opening and, and, and play kind of cautiously, but Zelda. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This ain't your grandpa's legends of Zelda. Um, <laughs> <you're old. laughs> I, I really, I really like the art style of it though. It's, um, it has a, um, uh, it has like a cell shaded. All the characters like have no face. Um, oh. They're like flat on the face, but they have like features like a mustache, or oh. <laughs> you know, there's there's something there that gives you some subtlety, an impression of who they are. But they look like a painting. They don't look like a. They don't look realistic, you know. Right. Um, and the whole world is that way, so it blends really well together. Um, I played this in the hotel at night. This is what I was I was gaming at night and. Um, I really enjoyed it for that. I got back home and I tried to play it on my PC and I didn't like it on the PC. It, really? it seems like it is very much designed for a controller. Um, it plays really well on, on the steam deck, but it, it just seems the, the, the controls, the interface, it all just seems too simple. And it, it feels like kind of stretched out on my big monitor screen. Right. Um, but as a handheld, it, it felt really good. Um, so, I mean, I think any, and it runs great on the steam deck. Um, I didn't have to do any modifications or anything like that. You just install it and it goes. Um, but the, um, I had accidentally temporarily blocked my, my screen share. Sorry to audio listeners. We're trying this. We're trying this out. Um, so I got it working. (laughs) I got it up. Um, so yeah, you can see, you can see on, on their, what their faces look like. But it's a it is a pretty cool game, and uh, oh no, it buddy. works great on the deck. The other game, I think, was made by the same company, and I'm trying to find it in my game list here. I'll cut all this dead air out in the audio. <laughs> you YouTubers are gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry both of you <laughs> um where is it at 
you remember what it was? Oh, you know what? It's in the show notes from that episode that we didn't do. Okay. What remains of Edith Finch? Okay, yeah, you never mentioned this one to me. Definitely not. I don't remember that. And now that I know what it was, I'll be able to find it for the video. What rem- oh, It's right at the bottom. What, remind- what remains of Edith Finch? Um, so this game is weird. I, I, it's, it's a unique game for sure. And I would say uniqueness alone, just a, a unique way of presenting a story in a video game Um, in that it succeeds. It's not a hard game. There's no, it's just a game. You basically just go through the motions of this game, but I don't mean that as a negative thing. It's a very, it's very interesting. Um, the story starts out with this girl who is returning to her childhood home. And the way the gameplay kind of works is you basically just walk through this, you know, maze of, uh, of the house. And, and then she's kind of narrating her memories of the house as you walk through it. And, um, there's even like, you know, writing will kind of scroll across the wall, the wall as she narrates it. And and so it's like you're playing through a book almost. Hmm. Um, and in the story, there's all these different characters that died in this tragic way. Like basically, um, this family of this house left for some reason and you don't know why. And part of the mystery of the game is trying to um, understand what happened the final night they were in the house all together. And this family is like, like uh, considered to be cursed because like all these family members like died in mysterious ways. And as you play through, as you walk through the house and they, she starts revealing the stories of how the other people died. um, You play through these little mini games um, that are telling that story. And some of the, uh, some of the like stories that are portrayed are like, like really like Stephen King esque, like, um, it's it's pretty wild there's this there's this one there's this one particular that i'll spoil a little bit but trust me i'm not spoiling the game because the game is just it's just it's all over the place it's a lot there's a lot more to it than what i'm about to reveal but one of the little mini game stories is about this girl that like wakes up hungry and she's like looking for food in her room and she sees a bird outside of her window and so she turns into a cat and she catches and eats the bird, but then she's still hungry. So, uh, on the on the preview of that, because it's yeah, all it's cat paws yeah, the bird. <laughs> yeah. And so you play as the cat, like trying to pounce on this bird, and then after you catch it, you turn into an owl, and then you play as the owl trying to catch like mice, huh. and then from the owl you turn into a shark in the middle of the air and you like fall on land and then roll until you eventually land in water and then you start eating like sea creatures and stuff and then you turn into like this like 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 Stephen King-esque Cthulian like monster of some kind where you're just playing this tentacle and the tentacle like grabs humans and, and eats them (laughs) <laughs> but like it's still all in the little girl's voice and the little girl is like she just gets hungrier and hungrier and eventually you end up back in the little girl's bedroom and like they like give you the dreams right exactly it starts out as a dream you end up back in the little girl's bedroom and it's like she is still asleep on the bed and you're underneath the bed and then the story ends with like She's like talking about how hungry is she is, and she's like, "Boy, I I, I bet I'm really tasty or something like." That. And you're like, "Am I going to eat the little girl?" And then, <laughs> and then, and then that's the end of the little, the short story. Like so, it's it's so weird, dude. But like the game is full of all of these like neat little like like back hallways and like secret passageways and stuff. But there's but like I said, there's really no puzzle to it. You're just kind of guided through this, like right, you know, by the by the narrator. It's it's really uh it's it really sounds, unique gameplay. What's that? It sounds inter- interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. Um I definitely recommend it. Um <laughs> it's an odd one. I like this comp I like this uh so it's a publisher uh Anap- 
Inaptura, Inaptura Interactive, or I like. I looked at a lot of their games. They all look really unique, like really unique storytelling games. Um, so I might try out some more of them. There was a what turned me on to this was there was one day where all their games were on sale, and so right. I picked up those two games just because I think they were like really cheap. Like I think I picked up the Ashen game for like five dollars. Yeah, it's probably like five bucks or something. That's usually how yeah. those off brand games go. <laughs> yeah, it, they're it's it's interesting. Uh, it kind of reminds me of like a like the A24 company or whatever that makes movies where the, all the movies are like really artsy and unique, but they're all pretty good. You know, that's, that's kind of like the vibe I got from this, this publisher. I wonder if all the games are kind of similar. Um, but yeah, I don't, um, I don't want to just ramble. If, uh, you have anything, uh, before we get out of here, I think we can call this one a show. Yeah, no, I don't really have anything I can think of. Yeah, man. We'll uh, we'll get through all the changes, all the migration season. We'll have to do some episodes where we can, um, even if they're just kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, That's like um, my one stipulation to this move is like all my computer stuff is going in my car, not in any kind of movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's in my car. I, wow. I always do that too, and it's wherever <laughs> I sleep. Like basically, I don't move my computer until I'm ready to move. You know what I mean? Yep, same yeah. here. That's, that's the last thing that's going out. It, it used to be my comics. My comics used to sleep wherever I slept, but now nah, I don't care about those anymore. The computer is the computer <laughs> sleeps where I sleep. <laughs> oh, All right. Well, thanks for watching. Thanks yeah. for listening. We'll see you guys. Maybe not next week, but we'll see you when we see you. We'll we'll be back for sure. Yeah, definitely. And peace. See ya. I don't know how to end this thing. <laughs> <laughs>